All right, so welcome to another podcast episode with the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about dealing with disappointments. Um, So my first question for y'all is, you know, what's one thing that you can actually remember being disappointed about, whether it was either from someone else or like disappointed with yourself? Well, for me, something recent that I'm disappointed about um, is like graduating. Um, I was supposed to graduate this semester, spring 2020, but of course, with everything going on, um, my professor advised me to like push it back until fall. Of course, I had the decision um, to agree or not, but um, I guess for my own mental and to give myself time to actually write something worth writing and not just rushing, um, I just was like, okay, let me just throw my my towel in and um, put my pride to the side and do what's going to be best for me and um, my thesis committee. Got you. I definitely can understand that. I was also supposed to graduate. Well, no, you were supposed to graduate in spring. I was supposed to graduate this summer. So in like a month and a half. And I actually just got news that the whole reason that I couldn't graduate was because of um, finishing my internship. So I just got news today that I can go back to my internship site, which is like, yay, because I thought I was going to have to find a whole new one. But now it's like, I don't have to find a whole new one. So that's good. But I still have to wait till December to graduate. So like you said, it's like disappointment. But at the same time, it's like, doing what's best for you and you know the people around you to be successful so I think it's like a bittersweet thing with disappointed because it's like yeah I'm disappointed but it's also like you disappointed because you feel so strongly or you feel you know you were so proud about something so I feel like it's it's just bittersweet what about you charisma um, pretty much, I feel like mostly everybody disapp- major disappointments are coming from this time period due with, um, you know, due to everything that's going on. So, um, the same thing, like I wasn't able to have a baby shower for this baby. Um, and like certain things that we were trying to do, like having, um, us like photo shoots and stuff and all that type of stuff to just kind of capture, even though we're still capturing it like at home and stuff, which is cool. But, like, you know, we didn't really get to do certain stuff with our first daughter as far as photo shoots and all that type of stuff. Um, and now we're older. We're both entrepreneurs. We have more time. This would have been the perfect time. We could have been taking so many photos and doing so many photo shoots and stuff like that. Um, and now we haven't been able to do that. And, like I said, no baby shower, no gender reveal, just no nothing uh, for this baby. So, um it was kind of disappointing to not be able to do the things that we actually wanted for this baby. But I mean, like you said, it's for the safety of others, the safety of ourselves. Um, And I mean, it's not like we can't have another baby eventually, or uh, we found ways to work around it and, you know, still record our gender reveal for everybody and um, still receiving gifts from people and stuff. So that's a cool thing. Definitely. Um, first of all, speaking of the baby, 
when is this baby due charisma? Because it's getting close. Um, so I'm due June twenty second. Um, and I think I mentioned before, pretty much we're just because I had a C section with the first baby. Um, so pretty much what's going on is they they can't induce me. They can't do any of that. Pretty much seeing if I go into labor on my own. Uh, if I go into labor on my own, I could go to this one hospital to have a vaginal birth. Um, if not, if I don't, you know, go into labor by June 22nd, then my OBGYN is going to schedule a C-section uh, for the week after June 22nd. So anywhere between June 22nd and whatever date it is, a week after June 22nd, we should be expecting a baby. So hopefully... I'm kind of wanting to have a vaginal birth, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of like God, whatever you want to happen. Just I'm just going with the flow right now, to be honest. Got you. Definitely. So, have y'all ever been um disappointed by someone else? Of course, all the fucking time. Um, <laughs> you I got like, real intense there. <laughs> yes, I feel like. 99% of the time um, well I'm not going to say 99 but like a good 90% of the time I'm disappointed in people because um, it's like you know you just have certain expectations and especially friends and family if they don't live up to those expectations a lot of times it will cause that disappointment but recently I've just been trying to like expect less from people so that way I don't have to get you know disappointed or get my hopes up just to be let down and I think that's important for a lot of people to do, to be able to say, like, okay, well, this person might let me down. But then. Okay, guys. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. You know, first of all, it's free. Y'all know I love some free stuff. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Like, it's super amazing. I love it. It's been very beneficial for me. So make sure y'all download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Good if I do this certain thing. So I think a mm-hmm. lot of times disappointment is going to come from other people. But for me, I'm really hard on myself. Well, so I know like it, it matters most when I'm disappointed in myself. So it's like other people, they disappoint me, but it's no surprise. It's no shocker. It's no... I don't even really care at this point, but it's like the biggest disappointment that hurt me is when I let myself down. Mm, that's deep. I feel that. Um, that's the same for me. Like I used to let people disappoint me. Like I feel like the person who really disappointed me the most, I feel like was my dad, like just always saying he was going to be there for certain stuff and all that type of stuff and not actually being there. Um, so I really felt like I learned kind of from him being so bogus to me all my life that not to expect so much from others as well. So like even with, you know, my mom or my husband or just anybody, my siblings and stuff, 
Um, although, of course, you want to think the best um, of everybody, but at the same time, everybody is um, human. Everybody is flesh, so you don't. I don't expect nothing from nobody but God. To be honest, um, that's the only person I put my full trust in. You know, feel like that's never gonna do me wrong is God. So when you have that kind of mindset, you kind of just like he said, you don't really care. Um, yeah, it might hurt a little bit. Like if it's a friend or something, it might be like, okay, for a little while, be like, dang, why they have to do me like that? But then it's like, okay, whatever. Like just move on. Let's let's keep it moving. So um, I don't trip off people no more, to be honest. Yeah. So how do you move um, past I- the disappointment? I feel like I, um, I don't know. I just kind of, like I said, when you have that mindset of that somebody could do you wrong at any moment, um, you kind of just go with it. Like, I just kind of move, like, I might move a little different. Like, for example, I have recently had a situation with a friend, um, where I was really disappointed in her because of the way she acted and the way she handled the situation between me and her. And and, uh, since then, we haven't really talked like that. Like, um, it's not any hard feelings. It's just you, I see what you're on, and I see how you're acting now. And so now it's time for me to separate myself, and I'll see you when I see you. Or, if you know, if she still sends a text, I'll respond, but it's just not the same as it was before. So um, I'm at the point, I'm 25 years old. I don't have time to be playing games with people like friends, family, husband nobody like you will get cut off pretty much if it's to that point of it was something that you know that disappointing and bad that you did um I'm definitely cutting people off mm. period I think um <laughs> I think there was something that I used to do but I'm trying to get better with just cutting people off because I would do that to avoid conflict but um the best um, think it's to find a resolution, especially if you and that person were close, because it's just like just cutting somebody off it can be considered toxic in a sense. And that was my toxic trait just cutting people off with no reconciliation, no resolution, no nothing. Oh, no, and mine is definitely I- talking before we I cut you off. I'm definitely seeing if we can fix it first and then cutting you off. If I see we can't fix it, then it's just, that's just it. Yeah. I um was reading this book called Radical Forgiveness by um Colin Tipping. And in the book, it pretty much says that um we have spiritual contracts with people that we made before we came into our humanness. And, um, one of our journeys or our lessons is to resolve those um, issues with those people. And it give you like little worksheets on how to, I guess, forgive a person and, and understand, like you said, charisma, that everybody is human. They're dealing with their own stuff. And then it could be projected onto you or and vice versa. So if ever, anybody need a uh, forgiveness book, <laughs> um, that's a good one. I just finished reading it and I enjoyed it. Yeah, my thing is though, like, I don't. It's like I said, I don't feel like cutting people out 
off is toxic only in the way you do it. Now, if you just not even talking to this person, not letting them know, oh, what you did was wrong, or I felt this type of way about what you did, and you just completely just stop talking to them, then I understand how that could be toxic. But I'm not like that. I would. I'm the type of person that likes to talk things out, um, figure something out. And I, if I still see that your vibe or you don't feel, um, you know, it's not getting worked out, then that's where the cutoff comes out um, into play. But even if I cut you off, that doesn't mean I, I have a problem with you. Like my friend, you know, if she needs somebody or whatever the heck, you know, she need to talk or if something happens, some, you know, it's not going to be like, oh, no, um, I, I'm not talking to her right now. So I'm not going to say nothing or something happened to her family. And I'm just like, oh, no, no, I'm not that type of person. It's just a matter of we on two different paths now. So, you know, we'll just catch up when we see each other. But it's it's definitely none of hard feelings. I don't feel like every time you cut somebody off, it has to be hard feelings like. Or bad feelings for that person. It's just y'all on two different areas in life. And y'all just don't fit each other at that time. So um, I definitely think you could cut somebody off and still, you know, have regular feelings for them. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle. I'm like, I might ghost you. I might not. <laughs> it just depends. I feel like, you know, sometimes, like Charisma said, it's like, yeah, it would probably be better to have a conversation but sometimes it's like it just be too far gone it's like it's no it's no talking to bring this back it's no conversation that can undo the the hurt or the wrongness that you've done to me so Mm -hmm. I definitely will ghost people sometimes that I feel like deserve that like they don't even need access to me at all but I also do try to communicate with people that I feel like you know it's worth it first um you know, family, friends, etc. But sometimes they might not even be worth it. It's like, okay, after how long of you doing me wrong do I finally be like, I'm cutting you off? So that's my thing, just trying to find balance of, you know, being forgiving, but also not letting people abuse my niceness and take it for weakness and just trying to, um, like, and then also I think it's the difference too between, you know, working stuff out to me a relationship or a friendship versus working stuff out just to be cordial so y'all don't got a beef with each other so I feel like mm-hmm. it's just about what what your ultimate goal is and I feel like it takes honestly a little bit of compromise because it could always be something both parties on both sides could have done a little bit better to make mm-hmm. the situation a little bit better but it's like you know it just depends because sometimes one person to be willing to talk the other person want to go through it's like you're not going to talk to yourself. You're going to just be right. like, I don't care no more. Right. And then sometimes it's it's just like people know what they did. Exactly. Like we're not even about to talk about this because you know what you did and you know what you did was wrong. There's there's no conversation that need to be had. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. I don't know. That's just me. I just feel like it's so interesting trying to discern who to forgive and who to not forgive because it's like you know, again, it just depends on the relationship because some people can be like, oh, well, you did this to me and it's just a friend and then they want to cut them off forever. But then they whole husband that they took a vow with could do them wrong or their wife or whatever. And then they'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to forgive you for cheating. And it's like, dang, that's a lot worse than, you know, your friend, I don't know, never liking your Instagram pictures, but now you won't talk to her. (laughs) 
but you will forgive him. And it's just like, I don't know, I think it's interesting the dynamics, but it's like also like, okay, well, I took a vow with this person, but then it's like, well, damn, do it invalidate friendships if relationships seem a little bit more important? It's just interesting. It's like every relationship is so unique. It's like I can't even say, oh, I will forgive all my friends or move past the disappointment or, oh, I will do it in relationships. It's like everybody on a case-by-case basis pretty much. Yeah. Right. You can also say that about when it comes to family members too because yeah. um, people feel like because they family, they have to forgive them. Not saying that you don't forgive people, but it just you can forgive somebody and, and still not want to be around them if that makes sense. So what is even if they family or not? What does forgiveness look like to y'all? Like after you disappointed, somebody hurt you, somebody wronged you. Let's say y'all talk it out and y'all determine that y'all still gonna be cool, and you know both of y'all was just I guess on some BS. Like what does that look like? Mending the friendship moving forward. Like, do you take some time to kind of just give it space still? Or do you just like, okay, if we forgive each other, we back cool? Forgiveness for me looks like, okay, let me acknowledge how I feel at this moment. Let me be human and feel the way that I feel. And then, okay, let me try to work it out with this person. Or let's have a conversation. And then... If we could come to a resolution, we can come to a, resolu- a resolution. If not, um, then it's like forgiving them for myself and not really for that person. Because you don't want to harbor any feelings about that because it pretty much just turned into resentment. And you just have these bad feelings inside of you. And that other person just living their life. Sure. <laughs> um. So that's what forgiveness looked like to me. And it's it, like and like Charisma said, you don't have to um you know have any hard feelings towards that person. It's just like just setting boundaries. Mm. Yeah, for me, I feel like um like you said, it depends on the person. So like um, you know, if it's say my mom did something or whatever me and my mom super close and I'm just mad at her for a second and then you know forgiving her is just as simple as she just called me and we act like ain't nothing just happened or we talk it out and then we just fine because that's my mother you know what I mean it's a different type of relationship but somebody else could do that same thing like you said and it's it's totally different another family member or if my father did it we don't have a close relationship so I might take it a bit different from my mama doing it compared to my dad doing it or something so um it would definitely forgiveness is for me is more personal um I don't really care about not saying I don't care about the other person but if I'm gonna forgive you I'm gonna be back to how we was like maybe especially it depends on how close we were if we were super close I don't feel like that situation if I could get over it if it's to the point where I could get over it I'm def- we definitely going to act like how we was just acting before the situation. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and just be like, oh, stink. I don't feel like it's no point of forgiving a person if you still going to act, um, you know, stanky. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, what's the point of forgiving a person if we still going to, oh, well, I can't talk to you uh, for some months because I, but I forgive you though. Like, no, like, if I'm going to forgive a person, my f- whole forgiveness is, 
we we forgave each other it's gone now so we're not gonna keep bringing it up we're not about to you know keep acting like this towards each other because if that's the case then do y'all really forgive each other if y'all still you know if y'all can't even talk how y'all was talking before now um if it's a different type of relationship where yeah i forgave you but i just feel like you know you just not on my level no more or whatever then yeah i'll distance myself from them but it's still not gonna be sometimes like i'm not gonna be sometimes we can act like how we used to act and then sometimes i'm acting like oh my god you did this to me I can't be around you type stuff. It's just going to be complete distance and that's just it. And that's going to be our relationship from now on. Um, so it's either I completely forgive you and we go back to how we was or I forgive you and we not, you know, that relationship is just pretty much done with. Period. Yeah. Well, y'all heard it here first. If if y'all beefing with charisma and y'all got to beef. <laughs> Keep that beef stuff. Don't try to come and be sometimes. But um, this was a good convo. We're about to wrap this up. So make sure y'all go follow us on social media at 21 Minutes or Less um, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And then on YouTube, 21 Minutes or Less podcast. And then go follow our personal pages. Mine is Keisha Milana. Mine's Riz Monet. And mine is Miss Butterfly 21. And we'll see y'all on the next episode. Bye.